You're listening to the Saturday Night Gaming Podcast, Starfall, run by one of our GMs, Tony Stevens. Hope you enjoy. And welcome back to another action-packed, well, hopefully a little less action-packed episode of Saturday Night Gaming Presents Heavenscape Shattered Realms. This is in Nymoria. They have struggled to bring a darkened ore into a very special uh, chamber, a religious chamber set aside specifically for purifying this dark ore. And they overcame all of these challenges. And by they, I mean my cast and crew. And I'll let them introduce themselves one at a time. Uh, tell us who they play, who they are, and maybe a little bit about what their experience has been like so far surviving Nymoria. But before I do that, I just want to remind you to click like, share, and subscribe. And grandmothers, please don't forget to tell your grandbabies to listen to our podcast. We have exciting adventures ranging from Nymoria all the way back to the exciting beginnings of Heavenscape. So don't be afraid to go back and start one of the greatest quests of your life listening to Heavenscape in its entirety. But let's go ahead and start at my my left with the ever-exciting... Noel Jostein. That's right. Being played once again by the incredibly gifted Ryan Ladner. I have heard that, actually, from more than one source. And purifying that ore may have been a struggle for some people, but for Noel, it was a walk in the park. It was a hot day. It's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm Ronnie. I'm playing Rogoth Headhurt. Rogoth Headhurt. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Jessica. I'm playing Amara, and I'm pretty much dead. Um, I kind of passed out for a minute, so I woke up and like everything was dead, except me. Look at that! I succeeded at my challenge even when I passed out from the pain. Yeah, I'm severely debilitated at this point. So, uh, I think we did it. It looks less um, intimidating right now. So, I killed it with my bone spurs. And who are you, sir? My name is. No, that's not your voice. That's okay. my. This is my voice from now on. <laughs> it's changed since I killed this thing. I feel more confident, so I lowered my voice pitch. My name's Jen. Jen Callis. I'm like a cowboy, but a genie. Hmm? Cow, cow genie. Yeah. I'm a. Or a gin boy. I'm even cow gin. Gin. Cow gin. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm cow gin. Sounds good. Cow gin. All right. Um, so, like I said, um, this was an arduous journey, and what they managed mean? to bring this monstrous poisoned metal all the way to this point. Overcame the challenge of the psychic attacks that it was doing just to try and preserve itself in its darkness. Purifying this metal deep within the well of the Drulakar caves. And. Uh, Noel Jostein uh, looked in the dark oil 
waters within the well and saw what was floating there were four shining pearlescent pieces of purified metal. And I believe you said you wanted to pick them up and take them out, right? Yes. All right. So I won't make you all go through the entire journey limping, but you'll have a long rest at this point. That's what you can consider um, from this point. Like you're probably sitting in the cave, regaining your breath, um, trying to get yourself at least to the point to where you can get out of the sea cave. Is it short rest or rest or long rest? You can consider it a long rest. So does that mean we're back to full health? No, it means that you can, so right there, you have two more check boxes that probably wouldn't have happened. Uh, Your recovery rolls. 10 minutes and one hour. She already used her 10 minutes, so you can use your one hour. That's a short rest, and then there's the, like, if y'all wanted to sleep here for the night, you could. It's a long I don't rest. want to sleep here. I kind of just want to get back up there, right? We got the purified ore. I don't know. We can sleep here. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, what I'm saying is we're fast-forwarding through this part. You're having a long rest. You can roll the D6 to get a recovery rolls. What do you want to use that for? I would a little bit of both, I would assume. Yeah, four and three. Four and three of what? Four blue, three green. Four health. I believe that is green. Okay. (laughs) Really? Three twos? Four and three. Here you go. Jen? Mm-hmm. Would you like to do some recovery rolls? Yes. You are in a rather depleted phase right now. So take, so I take off my two You can take D6 or you can do it on your phone. You can roll. You've actually got one action, 10 minutes. So four. And don't I add to that? Or yeah, that your level. So you're a two. Two. So that's, so that's six, a six. And you can roll it again for another one. Because of the quick quickness. Sure. You can add two plus two, two, two is four. So that's 10. 10 total. Now, what do you want that to be in? Because if you have... Blue is my best, right? Well, blue is also what you're missing, uh, but in order to not be impaired, you need a little bit of that's both. Level okay. Player. I'll take half. Of, I'll take in five and five. In order to not be debilitated, he needs a little, he's actually debilitated. Right. But if he doesn't want to be impaired either, then he needs a little bit of both. And you can erase... John, you can erase that. Half and half. I need eight blue. And seven green. So what do, I didn't take any damage, but I can still recover. What you used Yeah, you can recover your int. Yeah, because you used int to buy into things. So you can roll recovery to get some of that back. So how many? You would check your one hour and then ten hours. Okay. That way you're still saving your one and your ten for like in the middle of battle. Gotcha. And I just rolled two d six. 
I'll go ahead and let y'all know. Y'all can just erase the check marks. You can each do two recovery rolls if you want to. But since it's going to be a long rest, and then you're going to go up and talk to the Druva. Basically, like, the scene's over. Yes, the scene's over. All so. Right. I rolled it a one and a one. So. One and a one added to your tier, so that would be a three and a three, which is six total. I'll take them all in int. All right. And how short were you from your int? Um, you had 18, but I just have wondering. seven. You've used seven, or you have seven. I have seven. Okay, I had six, six back. So, so if we're going up to talk to the Druva and like the go. session's over and everything, like how do I'm guessing, like, I'm wondering, like, how do I get back to full health? I'm still a long way away from like, I got health. you. So, that's my and you can still recover as rests happen, but at this one, you're just trying to get out of the cave, up to the Druva. Um, if you reach another rest point, we get out of the cave. Ten green. You said we could roll again, right? Yeah, two. Yeah. Oh, we can roll again. I'm confused. I'm really confused about this rest and recovery roll thing. Okay. I did roll, roll twice already. And he did roll twice, and he just got higher rolls from taking it from this. Well, he rolled twice already and got that from you already. Mm-hmm. Now he's rolling again. He said to roll again. Right, we thought that you said that we could roll You could each roll recovery roll twice. Okay. So if y'all rolled a D6 twice, then yeah. we'll just keep it at that for right now. Okay. Is that what everybody's got? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then yes. Oh. I feel very confused. <clears throat> Everybody gets two recovery rolls right now, and I'm allowing you to take the check marks off of your recoveries so that you can use more once you get to a place of longer rest. Oh. Right now, you're trying to get out of the cavern. Since two of you would have been trying to crawl out, I wanted you all to have the recoveries to be able to walk out. Gotcha. I think I used my mental asset already. So yes, I believe that most people here did use their mm, mental asset. I did. So yeah. I delete it. erase that right there. All right. I'm glad I didn't have to use my lust. I want to use that on Hank Carvel. <laughs> I don't think you have to use one on him, but all right. That's fine. There's oh, no. no guarantee he's going to be lusting out. If the preacher's there. <laughs> All right. So I uh, will fast travel you up. Won't make you do the whole crawl up the wall and everything. Thank you. Okay. Good. Because I didn't want to fight another flying shark. I don't think you. Oh, no, we did, but we won. Yeah, but now we have to go back up. To the That'd be an interesting gameplay mechanic where like, okay, you have the option to fast travel here, but if you do, or I have like, to roll to see if you encounter something. And if you do, then I'll roll to see how much you got hurt. And we'll just skip over that. Go there, like the, yeah. the rotting corpse of the shark, flying shark thing is like on the beach, attracting some new threat. Yeah, let's not do that. So that's what y'all want to do. Okay, hold on no, one second. I'm not climbing up no walls. We up, we up at the long house already. All right. So as you get to the top of the seaside walk, uh, you're re-greeted 
by Emrys, the Druva Emrys. You have succeeded. You have done what none other have done. You have purified the ore. All of you must be uh, heroes of great renown. When I initially asked you to go on this quest, I honestly didn't know if you'd be able to do it. You know, you could come with us. We made it a little easier. We almost died, man. I went on my own quests in that time. Just because I give you a quest doesn't mean I'm sitting around doing nothing. Trust so we me. We could have used some help, Salmon. Well, I was up north because we guard the barrier against Autumn Vale there. And I would invite you to assist us because in purifying this ore, you've helped us strike back at the enemy. But the Autumn Vale is still greatly poisoned. There's creatures of great rage that exist within there. We need to remove them from the land entirely to bring peace to Nymoria. But I understand if you may need to rest for a while. However, Talardion and I will bring you to the Elder, the Ard Druva. Mm. He wants to personally thank you for all you have done. And so you would see that the there is a large community of these Druva who have gathered on these windswept plains who are rejoicing now, each one of them trying to lay hands, give you their own blessings, thank you for all that you have done. Some of them even worship Aiden. Mm. They, they should all be worshiping Aiden. Now, uh, the elder Druva does come out now. To, to me, he kind of looks like an older Sir Patrick Stewart, but in robes. But that's probably just my vision of him. But he does come out and he says, Thank you so much for all you have done. For each of you, I grant you the experience that you have endured. An experience that is worth three gold invisible points that may be used at a later time to increase your player capabilities. Wow, this guy just knows all about it. He is very meta. He is one of the most meta. Because he sees all. Here, have these. Enjoy yourself. As well, we have many within our community that are great at reshaping and forging magical metals. Given that I see you have returned with this purified metal from the skies, this adamantine, as we call it, mm. here. Come That'd be perfect for bone spurs! <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the following can occur for each of you with this shard of the purified metal that you all hold. You can have an adamantine weapon, an adamantine armor, or an adamantine oh, enhancement. <laughs> Pre-written into the reward of this <laughs> task. I have known that we were going to be I Wolverine. had no clue that we had Ghost Rider Wolverine with us. Possessed by the spirit of Ernest. <laughs> These are what you have uh, been offered. So each of you can accept and decide whether you want it to be a piece of armor, uh, a weapon, or... 
I would like adamantine earrings. Well, I was going to say earbuds, but something oh, to increase mental, earbuds. my mental defense. Oh, so like Magneto's helmet, but basically. But I don't want a helmet, because yeah. that gives you bad hair. So can I have like something to... Maybe like laurels? Like a, a tiara kind of laurel thing? Um, I like earrings. Okay, yeah, sure. Earrings that give you mental defense buffs. Mm -hmm. Etched with some form of mental defense thing. So you can consider that. Um, you can put it into equipment um, and write down adamantine earrings or, or, or mental earrings if you want to. Um, and then write next to it that it gives you a free mental asset. Just one free mental asset? No, that's what I'm asking. Because if it's like a weapon, for example, if they like, if it gets like an enhancement to a weapon, then it's every time, right? Yes. It gives you a free mental asset. Like so it's it like would basically bump this from here to here, but not really. As applied to it. Okay. Like, unless the earrings were stolen from you by a professional thief or something of that nature. Okay. Like, while they're on you, they're giving you a mental asset. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I'm going to put Magneto earrings. However you want to dictate it. Um, Jen, I'm assuming that you want... Bone spurs! <laughs> All right. Or so, like just the tip, my or whole, like the whole skeleton thing. could be infused with the metal. Now, do you want it to be something that's going to increase your damage or increase your defense? Oh, I just thought I'd make them shiny. One or the other. <laughs> just want them to be shiny. Just the bling. Make your blown spurs more damage. damaging. All right. So then... Bone spurs. Take this up a track of damage so you can write down, just erase this and write six damage and write adamantine above your bone spurs. Adamantine. I don't want to make it too difficult to read It is a rest you're having with these Druva and you're allowed to speak to them, ask them questions about their community, their history, anything of the nature, investigate further, anything of that nature while you're also Tearing up. Tearing up and <laughs> trying to decide what your weapon, armor, slash, whatever is Thanks. going to be. Yeah. All right, Rogoth? Hmm. Weapon, armor, okay. or enhancement? I want to enhance my sword. All right, that's perfectly fine. So it's already at heavy, heavy damage. What I'm doing for his was taking it up a track level, which gave him an additional two damage. So you can just increase, you can write down adamantine as the definer on your sword and give it a plus two damage to whatever it's already doing. Okay. All right. You, sir. Um. And it, when it's an enhancement, so like what she did, she enhanced a skill that she has, her mental defense, that necessarily wasn't a piece of armor at that point. It was oh, something man, that enhanced her skill. Oh, you'd be a best out on the shiny. 
You could get like a grill mm-hmm. that makes you more popular or something. Or like some bling. Well, I was thinking about like something for my mental defense that would basically push me up to tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat from Adamantine. <laughs> or heavy is the head that wears the Adamantine crown. Oh, like like the, the symbol of Aiden, yeah, yeah, raised into like a, a metal uh, amulet. Yeah, I like that. Can I get uh, an adamantine shield infused like tattoo of some kind? Ooh, metal tattoos. Do they have those? Yes, you can get that. That's Do cool. Do it. It's so metal. <laughs> Piercings, I think, is what that's called. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you want them to melt down the metal and tattoo it into your flesh, the symbol of Aiden? Sure, yeah. Where? All right. Where? Everywhere. That's a lot of adamantine. Ooh, oh, oh, all your veins. So tribal, tribal. No, like trace all your veins with metal. At, yeah. All right, so you, you can have some tribal, metallic tribal tattoos on your arms. Adamant, the first ever adamantine tattoos. Shiny. That would give you a buff to your mental defense. So, again, like she does, you're looking at one free mental asset, so it would bring any kind of mental damage down a track. It was yes. on the document with, um, it says, I think it's a Diamond Marshall card or something. Mine is like a custom one at the very end of that document. Can you tell me what my tier two ability is? Wosha, the Wind Walker of Wosha. Tier two is Wind Armor. Okay, what is that? Hang tight. Or what page is it on? What page is it on? Uh. Well, I just have it pulled up. I, it doesn't tell me a page number at this point. But when you wish it, a cyclone of wind surrounds your body for 10 minutes, giving you plus mm. one to your armor and an additional plus two to armor against physical projectile weapons specifically. While the cyclone is active, you feel no discomfort from the wind and you can interact with other creatures and objects normally because the wind flow automatically diverts to enable such interaction. It's an enabler. So basically like his shroud of fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Costs one intellect point. But you should be able to handle that with any edge you have. I need four XP to add to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's four XP clicks off one of your check marks. Yeah. So if you want to spend those four XP, um, well, if you have it. All right. Unless, uh, unless my story arcs earn me any other, any additional XP. Correct. Yes, everybody can go through their story arcs finished, right now. Well, I don't know if I finished mine, but my story arc is cleanse the ore. Cleanse the ore happened, yes. So what happens when you finish the story arc? 
you get XP. if you can look forward to the story arcs for the completion tab. I would just get one extra assisting his organization that's from last session preaching. You did preach. Peace. I think I would get instruction. Yeah, I would get both mine. I proved myself as someone of importance. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, that's true. All right, and mm -hmm. so hard to tell. Notes cannot refuse intrusion. I cannot refuse what? this whole time. What was your thing? Your follower of... I'm doomed. You're doomed. Here's my XP. Once we are... Once a skill is up to specialized, that's... That's it. That's it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the highest. What's the I? Inability. Oh. Inability. You don't want that. So I'm in the. I got speed defense now, which is. Uh, you are quite certain that your fate is leading you inexorably uh, towards a terrible end. This fate might be yours alone, or you might be dragging other people closest to you. D do you think that, that came up? No. Oh, I, I did mention that I was doomed earlier, before we started playing. Does that count? <laughs> you told me what your character thing was. Yeah. Um, let's Oops, see. I was doomed. I'll just pull up the PDF. Cause I'm doomed. But you didn't know I was doomed. Well, now you do. I'm trying to figure out a skill I can add. Should probably do something. Like a physical skill. What do you do? Uh, for you to look up the story arcs. Yeah, I just can, wait for my phone. I can add a story. Do you want their Wi-Fi I've already got it. I mean, I've already got it loaded. I'm going to do, do what you did. 
Don't stand by me. Cause I'm doomed. That should be. Darling, darling, I am doomed. Oh, I'm so freaking doomed. So freaking doomed. Whatever you do, girl, don't stand. (laughs) Don't stand by me. We'll get there in just a second. Look. Doctor 60th. It's coming. Uh, what, what are they called? Character arcs? Story arcs? I tried, I tried typing that. Here we go. Character arcs. Look up these specific ones. So, like, for example, resolution. This is just telling me how to use XP. I don't even know that. I just need to know. Here, you get two for completing yours. That arc would be completed though, so you would basically need to develop a new arc if you want to continue to, to earn XP off of like a story arc. But yours was to cleanse the ore, which y'all have done successfully. Um, Do I have to spend one of those XP to buy a new arc? If you're buying a new arc, yes, it, t- it costs an XP to buy a new arc. Hmm. And what was your actual arc? You're actually a follower of Aiden. Aiden. So, yeah. like, assisting him, following him, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. I think he isn't yours. To learn from As him. As a student, yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to embiggen myself. I'm trying to become page. more than just a simple gin. Go to 237, somewhere around there. 
should be the beginning of the character arcs. Jen, perhaps I should write a beautiful sermon for you to mm. give to a crowd of people one day. I believe you are ready. <sighs> yes, I think so. Jay, you're, you're, that was your arc, right? You're learning from him? I'm learning everything from him. So much. There you go. <laughs> oh, hey! You learned how to use your fire to purify stuff. That was great. Purify your soul with my fire. All right. So each of you are presented with your adamantine uh, requests. You're carefully tattooed with Oh, this now I don't have to make the shink shink sound. It just does it. It has to shink now. Yeah. Yes, that's what Ronnie it does. shink. So Shing. they're basically coating his bone spurs with this adamantine metal. His sword is being enhanced and etched with uh, the symbols of the old gods. And she is given these earrings that she likes. They're dangly and look like feathers. It says if your character's climax is successful, they get four XP. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and then one, and then that's the, just the climax. And then after the resolution, they get one more. I don't think What's mine, a climax and a resolution difference? I don't know if mine will ever um, reach a climax, though, right? Well, Same here. you have to, like, text him about, like, what you want the climax to be, like, a certain amount of popularity, a certain amount of books sold, like, what, you have to kind of set that. Do you want to receive that final XP, or do you want to just use that as a buy-in for the next story arc that you're going to use? Um, I'll just buy in the Okay. I'm going to use this to get more arrows because I feel like I might need more arrows. All the powers I just got were all arrows. So this actually states that the, the steps. Yeah, each, I actually should have gotten two after the end of last session, but. Yeah, that was never how I was introduced to it. But yes, so... For every step, you get 2 XP, and then um, at the conclusion, you get 4. There you go, buddy. And then you get 1 more. Oh. There you go. Huh. All right, so that's, that's how those go. Knowing is half the battle. So moving forward, when you take a step in your character arc, that's two XP for each step. The climax is four XP. If you fail, you still earn two XP for it and one XP at the resolution. Okay, so now we know. Do we um, roll recovery again? Since we're resting again? Yeah. Um, Just put your health at full. Because, I mean, right, we're about to be, like, just chilling for a while, right? Yeah, you're going to be chilling for a while. So everybody can just can erase your damage tracks and go Because I do want to talk to these people that just came out of this place to talk to us. I just wanted to get this out of the way in case we had any other battles. Mm -hmm. Wait, I'm healed? Remind me who <clears throat> you said people were coming out. They're all celebrating that we just beat this thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
that Ardruva gave you the metal rewards My and the XP. Is all this we store? Um, okay. And we just got these enhancements things. Is that what they look like? They are iridescent. Yeah. They're pearl-like iridescence. Um. Oh wait, is my bone claws? Do they have that same kind of sheen? The metallic. Yeah, yeah. Nice. This is my longhouse that I grew up in because I am not a true love of Osha. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would know all of these people. I'm guessing and everything. Yeah, they're probably hugging you and saying, "How you been? Where you been doing?" Can I see if I can get any? Is there like a med kit in Cypher system? I don't know. I want something to be like a, heal, a way of healing without having to cast a spell. So can I like talk to the healer of this longhouse and see if they have any like med kit? Is there a med kit? There's not, but we've given out herbal remedies before, basically like a Cypher. Um, but I'd have to get rid of one of my Cypher. No potion shop. Well, technically, what I was saying was it's like a cipher. It's like something you can use, something in your equipment pack. That's what Ronnie used earlier as an herbal remedy. And it gave him a free... Was that in the cipher section? Was your herbal remedy Yeah, it was the cipher. Yeah. So then, yeah. I remember when in the game... If you want to keep lust or sticky ooze, you can. I don't. So, if you want to replace one of them for an herbal remedy, that's I'll allow the switch. Okay, so I can't buy anything from anybody. You can get that cipher and use it as an herbal remedy and replace one of those sticky ooze things for a free D6 roll of recovery. You can just come to Noel Joe's thing and allow me to lay hands on you. Should I get rid of... <laughs> so, the last cipher is a level 6. Um, whereas very powerful. sticky strands of goo is level 4. It's not as powerful. It only works against a threat. But it's a that's an AoE. Like I think it holds everybody in place. Because I used it earlier when we were fighting Common or Carol, I think. It would be like things that are threat level 4 or below mm -hmm. would probably be the ones that get stuck in it. And then things that are stronger wouldn't. Like that would be like if Spider-Man was trying to shoot webs at Thanos. Like it wouldn't, Thanos wouldn't care. He rips it apart. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing as a Hulk. Like depending on the threat level, what were you the cipher level. So I feel like those would come in handy. We're feeling like a, we're fighting like a giant, I don't know, a flying shark monster. What was that? A sticky strand of goo. Oh, <laughs> sticky goo. Yeah. Okay. You have had them, but it, you I don't know how often you would choose to use the Lust spell. I, I don't know. It's up to you what you choose. All right. Well, I... If I had that, I would use it all the time. <laughs> right? Okay. So, no I just don't worry about it. Um, so, but I feel like because I grew up here, like, we could, we could, like, chill here. Like, we could stay mm -hmm. here for that, the rest of that long rest or whatever until we wanted to. Now yeah, y'all been resting for a long while, long enough to recover completely. Yeah, so he's asked me. It's been he days. said we should have. We just said we should go north, right? Yes, he was talking about that. 
I'm sure at some point in time they've talked about it again. Y'all been here for days now. Like resting, recovering, getting to know these people. Do we want to go north? Cold up there. Not that far. From previous conversations, Talardion asked you to return to his homeland, which was the forest where the elves were. And uh, Emrys has also told you that they're trying to guard the border against the Autumn Vale, where there are still poisoned creatures. But the purification of the ore should have helped in the battle against that to at least get them closer to victory or purifying the Autumn Vale. Do we? Where do you guys want to go next? I know what the map looks like. But. So basically, if you think about it. The closest thing is the Autumn Vale. Further away is the fairy forest, the fake forest. But both are. I want to go to the fairies. Options. Okay. I have a, a more important question. What's up? Do all these people in the town currently own copies of my book? <laughs> so you can say, this is a lot of people, dude. No, probably not. Well, I'm going to send. Uh, I'm going to send my. Lady uh, folk. Yeah, yeah. My entourage. I'm going to send the entourage out to sell some books. So where y'all are at right now, Drew Sooth yeah. or are Drew you, Oster? Link the, the map? Yeah. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, resend that picture. Um, I'm partial to go north instead of going all the way back through the plains and north to the fairy forest. But all right, that map should be coming through again in just a second. Where we all go. And if you look at it from where y'all are on the cliffs of Wosha, uh, so you'd be like near, I think Drew Oster is where you were. Yeah. Which is uh, right there along the cliffside where the Drulacar Grotto was. Now, what Emrys is talking about, Drew Nord, is right there to the south of the ruins of Leonore and the Autumn Vale. And then across Namir's Rage, which is the river, so, and we, then across the Shihan River is Tirman Wood, which is what, and up in there, Alfartun, the tree, you see like the special tree that's up in the, the mountains there. That's what oh, Talardion is talking about. So those are the two there and then go across. quests that have basically been offered. That's the Autumn Vale is like the final purification. And then Alfartun is like a separate thing. Just by the POIs. Discuss amongst yourselves in character if you'd like. Well, like I said, I'm partial to go north, but I'll go wherever y'all want to go at this point. Wherever Noel goes, I go. Right now, I just want to go out here and proselytize to these people who have not seen the light. Because it is. Proselytize? (laughs) (laughs) That word I just said? Is that what you meant? 
It's a beautiful word. Feel free, huh? Here's the Aunt Druva, <laughs> the elder here. We'd love to hear your your opinion and stance on the great old gods. You can proselytize me anytime you want. <laughs> Feel free to proselytize to the other Druva. Alright, and we're gonna sell some books, y'all. <laughs> Dear congregants, today I'd like to speak to you about the great joy of giving one soul to Aiden, the fire god. Imagine, if you will, the creation of a corn dog. <laughs> a delicious oh no, corn. this is going to be good. Corn. It can't be bad if it's about corn. Corn, cornography, and hot dogs <laughs> go together so well. The corn dog, a delicious fusion of flavors. It combines the simplicity of cornbread with the richness of a hot dog. Wait, wait, you can make corn into bread? I believe a corn farmer should should know. I just farm the, the corn. I don't do anything. I don't process it. Uh, this results in something greater than the sum of its parts. The ingenious invention reminds us that when we offer our souls to Aiden's divine flame, we too can become something greater than our individual selves. Just as the corn dog represents a harmonious blend of ingredients, so does our union with Aiden enrich our lives. When we surrender ourselves to his guidance, we become part of a greater whole interconnected with a community of like-minded souls. Aiden's fire purifies our intentions and empowers us to shine as beacons of compassion, warmth, and unity. The act of giving your soul to Aiden is not one of loss, but one of profound gain. Just as a corndog's transformation in the deep fryer <laughs> enhances its flavor, our connection with Aiden deepens our understanding of ourselves and the world around us. We gain the strength to face life's challenges, the wisdom to make righteous choices, and the compassion to uplift those in need. In closing, let us remember that like the corn dog, our lives can be transformed when we offer ourselves to the divine fire of Aiden. Embrace the warmth of his guidance and let it empower you to become a beacon of positivity and love. Together, as a united community, we can savor the richness of life and share its blessings with all. And also, make sure you buy my book, Well <laughs> <laughs> Essential Faith for a Weird World and Other Musings. Available today, only today, for $19.99. It's a steal. Can I get an Aiden? Aiden! <laughs> well, that's very pleasurable speech you have there. We unfortunately do not carry money, but we are more than willing to grant blessings and uh, come to your aid if ever needed. The Do you ones. have any rare metals? Yes, <laughs> we did. We gave them to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I believe we gave them to you. That's right. He's got to <laughs> well, Yes, there's that. There's that. You gave them to us and then we returned them to you. It was a freedom of giving. We'll take, if your blessings are of Aiden, we will take them. As you continue to speak to the people, um, 
across the windswept plain, you actually see it seems to be a young child, uh, younger, uh, maybe between the ages of eight and ten. Uh, that's eight and ten. Eight and ten. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I never even know what's happening. Um, but he seems to be running at fast pace towards the community that you're uh, currently residing in. He approaches the the small. Uh, or not small, it's a rather large gathering, I guess, of people that you've just proselytized to, and he seems to be breathless and panicked. He has come from Drew Nord. He is one of the young, trained children who is practicing and becoming a Druva. And he comes to tell you that the Autumn Vale is under siege. He wanted you to know that the ruins of Leonore and the twisted creatures that inhabit this place are somehow upriled. Something occurred within the past few days that got them into a frenzy. And they are attacking against the Drunord Guard, the watch that stand opposed to the Autumn Vale to keep it contained. I don't think this is our fault, guys. A lot of things could have happened in the last few days. Many things. But as a GM intrusion, I have these here. And I would like to send you to the Autumn Vale. If you accept I'll to go. I'll take one because I have to, I think. Okay. You don't have to. Oh, well, then I won't take one. Then you don't go. Unless he go. goes, then I'm taking it. Okay. Oh, you want to go? Oh, sweet. So you we want have to, to decide. Maybe I won't take it. Maybe I'll stay here. Drew Nord or the Autumn Vale? It's the same place. That's the same place. Basically, Drew uh, Nord would be the, the path towards. The Woods were, is a different. I was going to say, we can go to the Autumn Vale. We'll just swing by Drew Nord on the way there. Yeah. yeah that is where path. you're, that's where you're going. That's where he's asking you to go. You don't get this. I refuse. So, but you're going to go with them anyway. I am. Are you coming with us? I guess so. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be going anywhere else. Jen just stays behind at the... Now, the child seems to be slightly wounded, but uh, the other Druva approach and start to tend to his wounds and try to heal him and help him calm down. Wait, your kid's wounded? Yeah. Well, I missed that part. Breathless and wounded, and and now now we know. Allow me to. Whatever's repair, happening there is dangerous. Repair his flesh, in front of this crowd of people. In the power by the power of Aiden. <laughs> you hear one of the Druva, call out, "Look! Even this local preacher knows how to repair flesh like we do." Applaud him. Like they shimmer, shimmer, shimmer a little bit in the sun. <laughs> they glisten. The son of Aiden. Um, if the Druva were so great, they would have purified the ore themselves. But they couldn't. Not without the power of Aiden. They needed you. And you were there to help her the whole way as a Druva. So there you go. Oh, yes. I helped her. It's a feisty group. <laughs> a lot of sass here. All right. So... Um, you begin I mean, the. Yeah. No, he. I think what he's saying is, is 
you may have assisted him along his path. I think we assisted. It was a mutual. I think assistance. I completed your path for you. You are welcome. I think it was a mutual assistance. <laughs> Teamwork. All right, guys. So uh, you begin your trek up to the Drew Nord, which is just outside of is the little Autumn boy walking Mail. now. Are we like carrying? Him? Yeah, no, he's good. He's gonna probably sit here in Drew he Oster now? though. He's eight to ten. Eight to ten. Oh, he's not coming with us. No, he's okay. probably gonna chill here because it was scary up there, okay. and we don't need to take the eight-year-old back to that. Hey, little boy, let's go back to the battle. <laughs> well, last time I met a little urchin who delivered me a letter, he walked with me all the way back to uh, his home. Yeah, it wasn't as scary, though. Um, but uh, you do continue up to the north, to the edge of the Vale, where Drunord is, and you see from those longhouses many of the people come out from kids to elderly women um, and others that are anxious for your arrival. They see that you have come to assist them and they are there to greet you um, lovingly because word has traveled quite quickly, almost through Rhinecom. That, oh, that I was coming? No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> they, had, they had heard of this really famous preacher actually, <laughs> but yes, sure, you're, you're with them. Um, the perks of stardom. You have that, right? <laughs> they would recognize you. And then you see that there is actually an order of rangers. Uh, one of them returns from the defense lines. He has come back to receive healing and recovering before he goes back again. And he sees that you have approached. He's dressed in like green and he has a helmet on. I don't think it's that kind of ranger. It's that kind of ranger. It's he, time. No, yeah, he is wearing um, robes and furs. Um, he might look like Aragorn. Does he look like, does he go by Strider? Oh, he has a cowboy hat and a beard? Is his name Walker? He is, no. <laughs> his name His name is not Walker. Or Aragorn. He is older. Um, like he looks somewhat like a elderly Austrian who maybe once upon a time used to lift a lot of weights, oh, but God. then couldn't, couldn't anymore. Uh, <laughs> thank goodness you are here. <laughs> you have come to help and assist us in our defense of the land to save everyone from the threats that exist inside the Autumn Vale. <laughs> you, oh, I see. Common I, tongue. I speak your language. You do? You speak my language. This is great. You do too? Yeah. Oh, I, I feel so welcomed here. Hey. Brothers. Let me try. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, brother. Yeah. Come here. We come from the great land of El Chapa. Yeah, yes. that's all when I know. When we are done here, we will return, we will get to the chopper. <laughs> get to El Chapa. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for hearing me and understanding me, brothers. I am a, a warrior druva. And I can I have see been... by your name tag that your name is Hermione. Hermione Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
It's a strange name, I know. But yes, it is my name. I have long, wavy locks. <laughs> He's got two locks. There's two of them. You know, all I can hear is Dutch. Wasn't that that dude's brother when we were doing... Oh, uh, from Tenebris? Yeah. For, yeah, 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 yeah. He was looking for the gun. Where was my brother's gun? Right, yes. that's all I can hear. Hi. <laughs> Hey, what is that bump on your arm? Is it, it was a butch. tumor? It was Butch in Dutch. Is it a tumor? Yeah. It's no, not it's, tumor. Not <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. You have come to help us, and this is something I am quite grateful for. You all seem very capable of something or other that could assist us. If you follow me up to the cliffs, you can see... Where we work, we push back these tendrils of evil so they do not touch the cliffs. Once upon a time, I was a boy, and I dreamed of growing up to be part of this god. It sounds like you did that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> For a long time now, I have. Congratulations. Thank you. You seem more it's, sympathetic and genuine. I like nice that about you. It's nice to see dreams fulfilled, you know? It was my dream and then I fulfilled it. I even got 4 XP for it and then an additional XP when I, you know, recounted the story to myself. It was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. All right, everybody. Chill. All right. Now, if you would like to follow me, I will take you across the cliffs. We will get to the Autumn Vale, to the entryway. I will take you as far as I can, but then I must remain to guard against the tendrils of evil. If you can pierce the land, get into the, the tortured heart, and bring down this evil... You will be warriors of great renown. That's it, and that's all. And that's it, and that is all. Well, we're already warriors of great renown. But this here is the age of high adventure. And your journey is never over. We beat, we fought a dragon and we beat news monster. You know, we're just out here, we're just here trying to do the right thing, you know? And, and you do. You do, and that's what gives you great renown. That's why everybody buys your book. I here even have one in my satchel book. Existential Faith in the Crisis of Pallian Times. <laughs> I can't oh, you much. have my first book. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Here, let me give you a copy of my new one. It's all the Thank you. Can you sign it with X's and O's like you did before? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so great. Okay, so out of character. Um, basically, what these rangers are doing, the, the Autumn Vale like, um, kind of butts up against the Cliffs of Wosha, and what the rangers do is they just, all they do all the time is just patrol back and forth, and they use um, basically like Druva's magic to any time they sense like a tendril of evil coming through, they just like push it back. So it's like all they're doing. They're just like, they each have an area that they patrol, and that's all they do every day. They wake up and they walk that border and they 
push back any evil that they sense. The little Dutch boys. What do they do? Whenever the evil tries to come through the, slip through the cracks, they just put their finger in it. Kind of, yeah. The Dutch boy who tries to plug up the dike with his finger. Well, fairy tale. Mm. Sure, like that. Um, (laughs) And so that's that's all the that's all the rangers do. And basically, this is just all they're trying to do. All these guys are trying to do is keep it from coming down into south into the cliff. It's not stopping it from going anywhere else in the whole continent. Um, but just they're just trying. These guys' job is just to keep it from coming down to the, to the communities of the Druva. Um, so that's what he's doing, and so he, that's why he can't come with us because he has to like stay. He has to plug the holes as a little Dutch boy would, or Austrian. <laughs> Sorry, the little Druva boy. Yes, yes, I, you got it right, the little Druva boy that grew up to become a fine warrior. Named Hermione. <laughs> Named Hermione Ranger. Oh, that's it. With two locks. Oh, bless his heart. Yes, bless my heart. <laughs> Aiden will bless that boy. Reminds me of that one, that one boy named Sue. All right, so um, basically where you're at now is... Uh, what was his name? Again? Oh, Hermione. Are we really Her, going with Hermione? Her, Hermione Ranger. Oh, my God, I'm not even going to write that down. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write Hermione Ranger. Good grief. <laughs> All right, now from where you're at in you would be able to see um, like you need to cross like if you refer back to the map real quick um, like you're you're at Drunord so you're just crossing where these the dead spires are and trying to move alongside the cliffside uh, towards the autumn Vale to the ruins of Leonor um, but the like from greenery that you see in Drew Nord, like the windswept plains and everything, you would be walking towards more uh, what's obviously corrupt land. Um, the greens would shift over into almost like the fall tones, like oranges and yellows and reds. Uh, but from those more brilliant colors and like autumn tones, which is why obviously called the autumn veil, um, you'd be moving more towards seeing the trees actually looking gnarled and twisted and graying and, and dark. The soil itself not actually cultivating any growth of its own, just turning into more of a blackened soot, um, almost marsh-like, I guess would be the way to say it with the rock faces from the dead spires towards your east towards the east as you're walking in Um, jagged sharp rocks seemingly impassable other than to enter the autumn veil through the one the opening that it causes and of course Hermione takes you as far as he can 
It's an honorable Nymorian name. It's okay. Mighty Ranger will live on in our hearts. In all his glory. He takes you as far as he can. Um, but here, I can go no further. I must stand here and reinforce the barrier against the evil. Once you pass through, you need to know to be on your wit's end and be ready for anything. Twisted creatures, demonic entities, anything. I'm on my wit's end, let me tell you. <laughs> that is good. You should be ready. So, you go through here and I can no longer protect you, but I know you can protect yourselves. For you are the warriors who purified the ore. Let's do it. Can I activate my wind armor? If you want to. Yeah. I do. And you, sir, that is a fine sword you carry on your back. You should activate your fire. Thank you. Here, shake my hand like only warriors do. <laughs> and they flex their biceps as they shake their hands. Oh, jeez. It's intense. There's Did veins that pop out. Too? You can see it through the armor. He activated his fire armor. I activated my wind armor. All right. All right. So entering into the actual past the barrier into the land of Leonor, um, you would feel a great weight almost. Like as soon as you pass through the barrier that they're holding back. It's like depressions clawing at your mind. Mm. Like as soon as you walk through that twist in your gut that something's gone wrong or you have anxiety about something you forgot. Did you leave your fire pit of Aiden burning? I always do. That's just the honor Aiden. Yes. It's a good thing. Did I leave the garage door open? Turn around. Go look. That's, that's the kind of thing you have to do once you get through here. Um, but for untold centuries, and this is you know something that Amara would tell you as the local Druva that travels with your group, but for untold centuries, the ruins of Leonor served as a source of knowledge for the scholars, historians, and archaeologists. Archaeologists? from all of Toulouse. The ancient ruins of Numir's great city, one of the oldest structures in Avonmore, even older than the standing stones in the Sheehan Mountains, were a source of light magic and opportunity for all. When the starfall occurred, as you saw in the markings in the cave at the Drulacar Gado, uh, the great meteors that hit the land, when starfall occurred, several pieces of falling debris seemed drawn to this location specifically. The barrage of smoldering ore tore it into ruins. Whatever mysterious force attracted the meteorites remains unknown, but such a large deposit didn't take long to poison the land. Corruption grew and spread outward, wilting the ancient forest and tainting the animals and the fae who lived there. The mountain fae and the druva of the cliff community have since joined forces to keep this darkness at bay. 
their magic and sigil barriers, much like Hermione Ranger's sigil barrier that he did as soon as you passed through. Uh, keep the evil of the ore contained, protecting the rest of Nymoria from this darkness. So this was once a great place. Even the Namir, the goddess, the uh, demigoddess who this region was named after, this was her like throne city, like where she ruled over the land or watched over the land rather. I guess it was more her style. Correct, uh, yes, author? Correct. Yes, correct. Sorry. Um, I should have followed Aiden. Uh, she would have been like a demigoddess, um, a child of a fae and one of the old gods, is what legend has it. She was the. So the great dragon, Ratha, that was reborn by the Dark Ore was her, her beast, her dragon, that actually helped her protect the land. But the ore itself poisoned his remains. Yeah, they were um, part of, so essentially like there was a bunch of fae a fake council, basically. Um, and in Scott's game, this last game that we just played, we encountered one of the one of the um, fae that was on the council. And she was kind of like corrupted, and Namir fought against her, like long, long time ago, and banished her to the other world where the fae come from. Um, and that's kind of what we did in Scott's game was we went to the other world. So this this stuff that happened a long time ago with the dragon and all that that is that battle that when they first banished her and ever since then the the dragon ruins have been in the plains until we uh, you know birthed an evil dragon a tainted dragon skeleton I don't think it ruins his his legacy. Well, but it ruins the planes that are named after him and that are now just a crater. All right. So the craters of Rotha, yes. Or the, the great Rotha Canyon. Formerly known as. Formerly known as the planes of Rotha. Um, Rotha Canyon sounds good. I, I'm just going to say. Um, but as you enter in, yes, you. this is what you would see, is the dark gnarled trees, the, the leaves all wilted onto the ground. Mm. Now, what in the distance the would the be the ruins. You would be able to see that there are, I mean, this is quite a ways away. Like it's gonna take you some time to get there. Um, but you would see that the ruins are in the distance, like some sort of man-made structures or God-made, fae-made structures in the distance. Um, getting from here to there will probably be pretty treacherous. Um, I'm a wind armor. When you've, you've activated your wind armor, you've activated your flame armor, you're uh, bolstered with the firm handshake of a fellow man-bro, Dutch boy, uh, Druva. And you, sir, have the got, armor of Aiden. I've got my death devourer armor. 
Yeah, that too. Well, I meant your spiritual armor of Aiden, but yeah. Always, always got on the armor That's of Aiden. All times. Your armor is called the Death Devourer. It's the Dark Devourer armor dark was devourer. when they skinned the beast that they removed the ore from, and the alligators. It's abnormally hardened scale armor is what they have been using since. It was one of the boons of oh, gotcha. killing that creature. All right. I call it the Death Devourer because it sounds cooler. It does, it, cool. it does sound cool. Yeah. That one unfortunately did not. But. All right. Um, I don't see any point in trying to detect any fey magic because I feel like that's just going to be everywhere. It'd probably be overwhelming. I don't have any other kind of perception to see if there's like a path or a, like a visible way to go through this forest. I have, perce- I have a regular perception. I don't even have like tracking or anything. I can Yip add. Is our I, I'm trained in perception. I can add a skill, but like can perception be one of those skills? <clears throat> I mean, you can write down perception and start skilling up. We need to but track a creature. Trained. Yeah, you would be trained in it. We have to track a creature? No, I, I'm just trying to see if there's like a path through the forest or anything oh, that would like okay. lead us to... I'm trained in tracking creatures. I'm trained in perception. I, I think everybody is well trained to be here. I like all of this. However, y'all move forward is on on you. Roll is for you. perception. He rolled a one. Oh, no. You can see nothing in this forest. This forest is just. I'm blind. <laughs> I'm doomed. That's this is the beginning. This house starts. This is how I fall. <laughs> there you go. Now you mentioned your doom. He falls to the ground, beating his bone fists into the soil. Adamantine fists. Yes, adamantine spurred fists. Um, um, yeah, yeah he it's too foggy. is blinded by the overwhelming amount of uh, poisoned magic in this place. It's like whatever magical entity he is, is almost uh, being tainted by this place. He can't see anything. I am uh, now also trained in perception. Wow. Adaptation. And I rolled an 18. Wow, sir. It is almost like you can see there is uh, a path through the ground. It's like the, so imagine when a tree grows out roots, you can see those roots kind of gnarl out of the soil at certain parts. You can see this dark twisted poisonous root and through it you can tell that it travels back towards the ruins in the distance Um, along this pathway you can also sense this mm, unsettling energy something that seems to be like evoking the feeling of survival within you like I need to do something like run or clench fists that fight or flight instinct that's what this energy is almost bringing about to you. Um, but it shows you if what you're heading towards is this darkness, this evil, 
that is a great sign that you are on the right path, that following that poisonous tendril might be the best way for you to find the source of it. Do you tell us about it? Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, and then I say, run away. Aiden has lit my path to our destination, and if you guys follow me, I will follow him. Okay. Lit your path how? What do you... Don't question Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> he turns and looks at you and his eyes are almost like a burning amber color. Okay. Let's lead the way. How, lead much the way. More, how much more proof do you need? Yeah. I've saved the day. <laughs> I've convinced people. I've sold my books. So I burned down one temple. That was actually a meteorite, I think. I didn't even really do that. <laughs> I didn't. I just convinced the people it was their fault that it happened. That it happened when my bone spur friend did it. Bone spur. I actually gaslit them. So we're following um, him through the... All right. So he takes the lead, path. I assume. And I would think that Rogoth would already be sword drawn, kind of like standing close to him, ready to protect. And, of course, you have Fire Honcho over here with his bone spurs out and his fire flaming armor He's on. He's leading up the rear. Can flaming. He up the rear? Yeah. Yeah. I sure can. He's in the rear with the gear and the beer. In uh, the bear. Yeah. Now, as you're walking closer and closer and you're following the tendril that is crouching in and out of the ground, um, there is an eerie cold, like your breath actually starts to become visible as you're breathing out. And it's, it's creeping ice cold now. And you can hear the rustling of the leaves in the distance. The dead trees and spiked stone that come from the ground creating all of this shadow in the distance and you see the path that you have to take you have to get through it in order because you can't go around it and you can't go under it and you can't go over it you have to go through it I think you um, might need this and uh, Noel back his sight Oh, I thought I already had that. <laughs> <laughs> it is now narrated, so good thing you have it. Um, and you can see that there is like the eerie, kind of like dull green reflection of several different sets of it, but like eyes, those reflective eyes in the shadows that you have to confront, that you have to face, that you have to go through to get to your end goal. And so you stand there with your scythe ready, ready to blaze. Rogoth with his great sword, Amara. I'm ready. With her earrings and spells. My hair's like blowing in my wind armor. Blowing in the wind armor. Mm. And Jin Callus blazing with his mighty adamantine bone spurs. If you want to find out what happens in those shadows, what darkness awaits this crew of mighty adventurers and strong believers, then you have to tune in next time. They need your cheers. They need your support to be able to get through this threat to save the great region of Nemoria. Find out 
by tuning in here. The same Saturday Night Gaming channel at the same Saturday Night Gaming time. It has been my pleasure to present you with Starfall Season 2 and Tony Stevens signing off. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Starfall. If you did, be sure to head on over to our website at www.saturdaynightgamingllc.com and check out some of our other cool games. Also, make sure to like, share, and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. I hope you have a fantastic week, and until next time, this is Laura Hibbard with Saturday Night Gaming signing off. Thank you.